So another tough day. Yes. My meme passed away. Well, we're recording this on a Friday, so you'll hear this the following Thursday. And by that time, we will have gone through the wake, the funeral, and, and hopefully everybody can start grieving. Because your family hasn't really even had a chance to grieve. No. So as of this recording, it, my grandmother passed away three weeks, almost the minute after my grandfather, her husband, passed away. And so um, she literally, they went, we went right from the, the funeral to her going to the hospital. Then to my, my mother and her sisters and others who helped taking her back home where there were some tremendous blessings. Uh, um, she was very conscious. She was in great spirits, though she was in uh, declining health very quickly. She still had a sense of humor. She did for for, for a while. Five days, I think. She was in good spirits. She was, in, she was at peace where she knew what was going to be happening, and she wasn't quite ready. Um, there was one day where they, I think, I think it was the first day they brought her home that I was called to go mm -hmm. to that. They thought she was, might pass away that night. So we, we drove up to go see her and she was in great spirits. She, she was funny. She did, was making us didn't laugh. Didn't seem like she was going to pass on that night. And she didn't. She, she, uh, she, she pushed forward for another week and almost a week and a half actually. Yeah. Until she died this morning. So, so I guess, you know, there, nobody's really grieved certainly those who have not been taken care of of her 24 7 they've just been taking care of her 24 7 so it's going to be this is going to be tough losing um uh both Meme and pepe in, in three weeks and Meme really being the matriarch of the family and she was a true french canadian <laughs> mother grandmother great grandmother the whole <laughs> world uh revolved around her and i say that with in a good way in a good way she just wanted to be uh, she wanted everybody just to be with her and not she was a, she was a sinner. And I know that she had her moments, but I think really, truly down deep down inside, she just wanted to be with her family mm -hmm. as much as possible. So, so she got that, she had that really. I mean, I was able to visit her more than a handful of times, um, over her last, uh, 10 days of her life. And, uh, had some really um, real profound, beautiful moments with her, including the last time I saw her two nights ago. And I know a lot of others have had the same experience. So that's a tremendous blessing. And, it is. And um, we'll, we'll get through this and, and everybody will, will have a chance to grieve. And our family, you know, like all families go through this. The family dynamic is going to change pretty radically, I'm guessing. And mm -hmm. in terms of everybody, all all the uh, daughters are all grandmothers. <laughs> yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all grandmothers. So they got their own families. They're they're the matriarchs of their own families. So that's going to change the dynamic of the extended family. But so sorry to start out on a negative note, and maybe we'll talk but it's more. A, but it's also it's negative, but it's also there's a beauty to a. She lived ninety five years, a very long life. She left a huge, huge legacy of yeah, a beautiful, I, beautiful I family. We said this in the past 20, 21, I'm going to get this wrong, 21 grand, grandkids, and I believe 52 great grandkids, or something like that. Something to that effect. And I mean, well, almost, over 50 almost great grandkids. That's unbelievable. Almost 74 years married. Yeah, they were just a couple of weeks shy of that. 
I mean, it's, it, it, it's I a think beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful witness to life, to family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not many families can say that they have that. Yeah. And for many of us, the, the witness that they gave of through the worst of times, and they had plenty of those and through the best of times, they, they were never going to leave each other and they stuck through with each other through it all. And this, that's a testament to mm. the, to what marriage is supposed to be mm-hmm. and what we're striving for in our marriage and what we pray everybody strives for in their marriages, though not easy. Nope. That's what God designed. And again, only with grace. And that's the other thing. She was a woman of faith and he was a, he was a man of faith. So that was very important. And there's no question that that grace got them through um, some difficult times and allowed them to, to, to leave a really profound legacy to the world. And, and it's too bad. I think there's, there's, there's less of that. Right. And mm-hmm. cause there's so much brokenness in so many families that it's sad that and again, not that I'm not going to do this whole back in 19 before Vatican II, the whole world was perfect, but there was something about the traditional values of, well, you know, cause people, I don't know why you're rolling your eyes at me, but just <laughs> people, <laughs> cause I was, I, I just didn't expect you to go there. No, no, I didn't know what you you know, people about. always do that kind of like, Oh, it was, it was 1950. Everything yeah. Was everything was well, perfect. Not, Families, blah, 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 blah. Yes. But there was, there, there was a different dynamic with core families. principles. Right. That people still believed in and that allowed families to kind of carry on and carry through even difficult times. And and society, that's one piece in society that's undermined, Lacking. undermined yeah. who we are and in our communities and our families that the idea of it's it's not lasting, it's fleeting and can be just replaced with other things. So anyways, uh, they, that legacy, at least for us, we know it's impacted us and, mm-hmm. and, uh, we've been blessed with our parents and others around us that we've had a lot of that in our lives of that kind of witness to, uh, faith first and then pro- family proper, proper ordering, ordering, yeah. ordering that we've, we've talked about before, yeah. but putting God first and then your family, your spouse, your children, and, and having, having your eyes on the eternal life. Right. And we've witnessed that with our own families, which is a blessing. And then we're trying to emulate that in our own family. And we're blessed to have that, that witness, your family's witness with, I mean, I don't know any other couples i not that long of, of almost 74 years we won't make it 74 years <laughs> that's because i'm old because you're old i mean <laughs> we could if you that's were possible i mean maybe you're gonna be a hundred and four five four yeah 104 let's get the 104 all right yeah all. you just have to get to 104 <laughs> you can do it you can do it eight years <laughs> people are living longer Something and like longer that. I don't know if I want to live that long. Uh, yeah, that's a long time. That's all. I told you before. I don't know if I want you to live that long either. <laughs> you don't want to live that long with me? <laughs> I won't be 104 oh, when you're 104. Meme. Please, please. Uh, pray for us, pray. Meme. We did say that to her as we got, she kept saying, pray, pray for me when she was, when we were there together yeah. that last week. And, and we said, pray for us. I looked at her and I said, please, please don't forget to pray for us when you're up there. <laughs> Sorry, folks. What? I, I just, it's not moving anymore. 
I think it is. It's There's off, something off the weird with it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't. Okay, sorry, sorry, folks. I'm, I don't know what's going on with the recording. I, I Hopefully, got, this is recording. I got concerned that no, we're going to have to start over again. And, nobody knows. You have to do that all over again. So yeah, I remember you when you were we were with her and you you, you yeah. said that to her and said, "Hey, you're hey, gonna be, wait a minute, <laughs> you're going to be with God. Please pray for us. Yeah. We will continue to pray for you, yeah. but don't forget us when you get up there. We we need the prayers. Yeah, yeah. And, and she I, smiled and she said, "Yeah, I will." Yeah. And that's, that's, um, and she will. And and we're, you know, listen, I'm 95 years old and thank God this God's in his mercy. I think it would have been tough if she had to drag on too long without Pepe. Without Pepe. Yeah. I think that would have been hard for her. They gave each other purpose. Mm. He, he pushed and pushed and pushed to live longer despite a lot of health issues Mm -hmm. to take care of her. Primarily, that's what he was trying to do. Yeah, and and she lived for him. And I think the minute he passed on, she was she said it real. Oh yeah, quick to us. I, it's, I just want to go. I want to be with him. She so. said. She said at the wake. She looked at me, and it was so strange. She looked at me and she said, "Can you bring him back to me?" And I just looked at her and said, "I wish I could, but I I can't. Yeah. But you'll see him again." Yep. You'll see him again. And I think after she, it's funny, after she had a rough time in the hospital, but when she got back, something clicked, something mm, changed. She was It did. Peace. She was so peaceful at her house. And, and I don't know all the details, but I know that there were some very, um, very important things that were said. They All the, the daughters were with her for that the afternoon she came home from the hospital. And, and there was a lot of things that were said, primarily, it sounds like from her, um, that I think they, they need to hear. Mm. I didn't hear. So, uh, you know, again, this is stuff. I'm, I'm, I knew her as Meme. She was my grandmother and she was an awesome grandmother. That's how I knew her. So, I say, you know, you see everybody's foibles once in a while, but for us, it's Meme. You know, she's awesome. <laughs> so, it's, but I'm sure they, like any other relationships with our moms and dads, and I'm sure there was a lot there. And, but it sounds like a lot of that got kind of resolved and taken care of. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's which is just, a grace. Man, that's a blessing because that does not happen. So it was just neat that time. that's how she kind of, mm. she's kind of cleaned the table, cleaned the, cleaned the house in a sense, and then kind of became at peace. And then it was pretty, a pretty quick decline over the last six days. Um, but so anyways, so folks, we just, you know, just pray. If you wouldn't mind praying for the repose of her soul, by the time you listen to this, um, she, she will have been buried and, and please pray for the the entire family, but especially her daughters and their husbands. And she has a sister, a younger sister, who's still alive. And just pray for all of them because it's gonna, it's good. This is gonna leave a mark, even though they know she's in a better place and she's lived a good long life. It doesn't matter. We doesn't matter. She We're was she was a center loss. of the universe, yeah. and uh, and that's gonna it's gonna leave a mark. So just um, please pray for us. We appreciate mm. it. Thank you. And I hate to be, you know, one of the things if I when I think about my grandmother, I think. Everybody thinks about this with their grandmothers is food, right? And even even a French Canadian yes. grandmother, <laughs> my Italian grandmother, that is definitely what we thought about. Because I was just I was just thinking uh, spaghetti meatballs every Sunday. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think she ever made. Uh, maybe she did. I don't know. But she made no. she made like raspberry. She made she was great at desserts because French French mm-hmm. are very good at desserts. So mm. she made a lot of good desserts. I was thinking about that today when I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> Um, you were wishing and, you were and eating the one thing desserts. That she, the one thing that she did not tolerate, and neither did my parents, was a picky eater. Well, folks, he's just brought us to the topic. So welcome to another episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. Mm-hmm.
family has its picky eater. I wasn't a picky eater. You were a picky eater. Oh, horribly so. You were like every family's worst nightmare of eating. Yeah. I actually want you to share some of those stories. Well, you, you've no, told, no, no, you, that's, you, you told You told me. That's some technique. Some. I don't want to give away all the secrets, but <laughs> no, I was I was a very picky eater. There's no question about it. You know, it's funny. Like the first thing that jumps in my mind when I think about my dad and I laugh about this all the time. He brings it up all the time, over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Especially if this this particular food is part of like our a dinner that we're having is chicken. Oh yeah. And I hated chicken growing like, up. Who now hates listen, chicken. I don't. It's, I feel it's like just we the didn't have chicken nuggets. I feel like we didn't have chicken nuggets growing up. By the way, because I don't think we did. I think McDonald's had chicken nuggets. Yeah. McNuggets. I don't. I don't think nuggets were as common of a thing to find in yeah, the freezer so, so section you when you were young. You didn't because uh, you're so old. <laughs> they didn't invent chicken nuggets. McDonald's actually, yet. just came out. They had just started. All they had was the Big Mac. <laughs> just, what is a chicken nugget? Oh wait! Did you see? Oh. Did you see on Facebook? I, I I don't know. I have to say, there was a guy in Wisconsin who showed up at a city council meeting, town council <laughs> meeting or something. This I didn't oh hear, yeah, because Michelle, my friend, had posted it, and I laughed Sounds out nuts. loud when I saw it. And he went on this whole argument about changing the name of boneless chicken fingers. Or something. Boneless wings. chicken wings. That's what wings. it was. Boneless this. chicken wings. His contention was that we're lying to children because they're neither like bone, like boneless. Like nobody took the bone out. It was, it's not a wing that had the bone removed. And he makes a very good point. However. What are they then? It's just like, it's just, it's, it's pieces of, it's probably well, it's, white meat chicken or it's something. Like it's like chicken the breast. breast and thigh. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And it's breaded and it's, yeah, it's not. I never thought about that It's before. not a wing. It's not the wing of the chicken. It's a good point. It's a good point, but I think it's hilarious because he went on and on about lying to children. Yeah, but how many people, I think most restaurants when you go, they don't call them, they don't do that anymore. They say tenders now. Um, I think I think he's losing his mind a little bit. I don't know. Some I think think Apple about most Beast restaurants doesn't... we go now. Now they I think they all call them tenders now. I think do that they? used to be a gripe that you could have. Okay, maybe they I don't, just don't do think that. Boneless wide boneless buffalo wings. Yeah, that's a but, thing. But I think if you look at most menus, listen, this was out in the Midwest, right? So yeah. you know, who knows what they do out there? But I feel like around here, when you go to restaurants, yeah, maybe we've tenders, got it already figured out. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's... I was just thoroughly entertained because this guy was like (laughs) really... He was really like, really... This is really important. We've lied to kids. Kids need to know that meat comes with bones. That's what he was saying. Meat... Your meat. Oh, uh, wait a minute now. This sounds like there's a whole other angle going on here. Uh, it could here. have been. I didn't I didn't do like the whole a, article. Kind of a like pro animal type no, no, of no, thing. No, 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 I don't no, like it wasn't. No, no, because he's he was saying that it's delicious. So okay, he eats okay. animals. It was not I, about I thought it he was wasn't vegan. To like, they need to know there's bones and how it they was were, just how they were harvested and it was like the honesty yeah, of it. Okay. We need to be we need to be honest about food and where it comes from. Some battles I mean, some battles need to be fought. <laughs> I mean, God bless this man. <laughs> I was just entertained that he showed up at his like a city council or something town council meeting. Is there an issue? And 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 who let him talk? Oh, I guess no. Even somebody like the people on the board or whatever were laughing, and he was like telling them to stop laughing. Like you, this this isn't funny. With all due respect, he sounds like a nut. (laughs) I just thought that was I was laughing out loud. All the things happening in the world today. I mean, is there anything more important than this? This is what this guy decides to talk about. He's like, he's like. 
someone has to someone has to talk about food and the disservice that we're doing here to chickens obviously we're we disrespecting chickens. We are all put on earth. For Our chickens reasons. outside, they're so upset about the All of us thing. have a purpose. All of us are put on earth for a reason. You're getting nervous about that, aren't you? Oh, no, no. I actually just seeing how horrible my levels are. I sound like I'm so loud and you sound really soft. That's all. And we'll, and we'll fix it. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah. Thanks, Han. You're the best. Our ongoing battle to try to figure out the right mics. <laughs> I just, and I'm probably going to have to send that new mics again. This I one know. I think is fine. We can't figure it out. The levels, it's a little low, but I also feel like as... <sighs> Anyway, so you were a really picky eater. You didn't eat chicken. Now, back to you. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, so he brings you didn't up, eat I, chicken. I, mean, I love chicken. Now I love now chicken. Now you do. I, I mean, okay, that being said, there's still some non-negotiables for me. Mm. I don't like like a full chicken You don't like roasted. whole roasted chickens. And that's and it's not because I'll eat chicken in a lot of different ways now, but there's just certain things I just Te- won't do. Because it's texture. It's got to be a texture thing. Although it's, A lot of kids have texture issues with food. Yeah. So, so chi- yeah, so chicken was my big, big enemy, arch enemy when I was a kid. Arch nemesis. Yeah. What's wrong with enemy? I don't know. Arch nemesis sounds better for her. Chicken. Chicken was dead. So oh. either way, I guess we shouldn't give it human characters. I guess Characteristics. Not. Fine. Yeah. And so I, and that wasn't the only thing. They were, you know, obviously, like, I don't think I'm foreign to, to the, you know, vegetables, especially certain vegetables, which is, please no, like... I'm sure I hated broccoli. I'm confident I hated broccoli growing up. I love broccoli now. I love it raw. By the way, I want to make sure I say this. I actually liked most. Relax. I'm only doing this once in a while. Come get You have to balance. get closer to the microphone. Your but I'm right on top so, of it. Yeah, that's better. Right. But I do this once in a while. It's going to be okay. All right. I'm just saying. It's trying to help your levels, People man. People love it. Just we're, trying to help your levels. We antagonize each other. Yeah. This is what's going to make this, this, this podcast <laughs> go from three to six people listening to us every week. Antagonism. They start hearing these people fight. <gasps> what was I saying? Oh, broccoli. Oh my gosh, oh, broccoli I would eat, raw. I would cooked, eat. No, no, I eat vegetables. Steamed. I love vegetables raw when I was a kid. I struggle with them cooked. Now I'm pretty. As you would admit, there's only one vegetable that I refuse to eat. I'm not a very picky eater anymore. So there's. And, well, you don't eat beets. And this, but proves it. You you don't eat beets. Yeah, but that's that's just a that's purely that's a root uh, vegetable. I've tried it. I don't like it. It's just it's yeah. You won't eat peas. That's my non-negotiable. Yeah. Although I did put them cold on a salad. Sure, once I'll anyway. do that. And if it's in a soup and there's not too many of them, I'll eat it. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna pick them all out. But by and large, if there's a choice between by and large, <laughs> I did it again. Your new your did new do, best friend. Did I do that last week? No, it wasn't last week. It was a few weeks ago. It was a few weeks ago. So, yeah. So, anyways, how do we do you want you you put this on me? But I yes, did just I, I because I no I thought it was fun it. to put oh, it. But on you me. wanted me to talk about some of my strategies. We'll get into that later on. So the reality is, with every family, I think maybe not every family. Maybe maybe you have a couple of kids and they all eat everything. I think my brother and I were the first two kids in the family, and then there was eight years, and then two more kids, and we ate pretty much everything. So maybe like, I don't even remember if my sisters were picky or not, but I ate pretty much everything my mom made. Um, Greek Italian but blood. Greek, we just eat what's put in front of us. You had more Scottish like, in you. I think you'd have been pickier. Maybe. Yeah. It's just, here's your food. Okay. I'm convinced it's my Scottish The only thing blood. they used to make, my mom used to make liver and onions and I oh, couldn't. Oh, please. Every, I couldn't. Why, who is who that? likes that? that your father loves liver Loves it. Still does. He loves it. Was I was just talking to, to 
Oh, same oh, thing. Yeah. We, we must have been talking to somebody oh, else. Oh, Kevin. I was talking to my, my brother-in-law, Kevin, about this. Oh, and he loves up. liver and onions, loves right? Loves liver and onions. Isn't that so weird? Maybe it's the way it's cooked. Nah, I just the idea of eating somebody's liver. <laughs> doesn't... What do you think? Eating someone's muscle is I, better? Yeah, I mean, what's the difference? I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's a body part. It's we a, eat body parts I of just, animals. I mean, I give me a break. It's what, I, it's what meat is. So anyway, but... That's a good point. So how do you deal with it with children? Because obviously we could talk about ourselves all day, but who really cares? I well, mean, let's, well, here's the thing. Obviously, just, it's our children. Here's my, that is the my, hardest thing to deal with. <laughs> my parents' approach to this, and which we kind of, we kind of do, we stop doing that. <laughs> I know. It, just because once in a while I do I this, have just to tell uh, you, give myself a little bit of a. Last week you were I'm five not, feet away from the microphone. I was using the microphone you're using, it doesn't though. Matter. You it were didn't five matter. Five feet I should have been away. closer. Just get close Anne to the. I was very upset about it. By the way, side note tangent, squirrel. Squirrel. And excellent job. Excellent job on how you did the you 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 played along the game when <laughs> With we the started. Whistle. I started whistling the theme song. Hey, do 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 do. Wait, what's the song that comes on? Because of course we don't actually hear it until. She's good. Great editing as always. And kudos to you. Kudos, Anne. Back to topic. So strategy, right? So my parents were pretty, it's pretty simple. You're eating. Mm-hmm. This you're not, is what you're not this dessert, is what's for you're dinner. Not, there was never, there was never. I mean, there was maybe here and there when I was younger, when they were probably concerned you wouldn't about have me remembered, dying. You wouldn't have remembered like the toddler years anyway. But no, no, but like it, was, it wasn't quite toddler. <laughs> Fair enough. But Just not saying. Not quite toddler. Because like, we can talk about I that. I think elementary school. You can't talk about it from your own perspective. We have to talk about it with our kids. But That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is, you're really. I'm just saying. You're cruising for a bruising. <laughs> Why? I was just, I was pointing it out. You were saying the same thing. That okay, you can't say your parents I just always did X, Y, Z because you you don't of, remember. There was some mercy shown like once, maybe once in my entire life. My parents, just kidding, mom and dad. It was like three times. So a little like maybe here and there mercy, but like when pretty, you were a little bit older, you mean? Yeah, but not too much older because it was. This is what I made. You're gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Case closed. Right. That was that was in my house. It was the same thing. And you didn't get dessert. That was a big deal. We didn't do dessert every well, day. We had no, no. We didn't either. But when there was dessert, right? Of course. And you didn't like the meal, which means it probably was chicken, because <laughs> it, it almost certainly was. Oh, you know what else I didn't like either was pork chops. We've talked about this. Yes, because you always... actually not my favorite meat, but I like them. I like the way you cook them. Yeah. So, sorry, mom. But I like the way you cook them. You're I also, also an adult now. I also eat eat more things. <laughs> you're, you're also not as picky of an eater. So, okay. So I just think the first thing is, because strategizing, there are certain kids who are so bad at eating that you literally just need to shove something in their mouth so you so they don't die. I mean, there are kids like that. We have had kids go through that. And... So anyhow, yes, yes, I can hear him. They're watching TV. There might be background noise. It's loud. Well, what are you going to do? They need to lower it. Our floor Sorry, is. Sound- I knew I've been. Our hearing- floor is not I soundproof. I was hearing- we have children. We need only, to, we need only to a few of them. Only finish. a few of them are. We're working on a studio. It's it's in the process. 
we've cleared out a room in the studio. It's It's not clear yet. I can't do everything myself. So anyways, when you're dealing, when we've dealt with young children, there are certain times, it's like there are certain stages, your toddler stage, sometimes it's honestly just survival. It's literally, for us, it's been survival. They need to eat. Okay, they're not eating, they're not eating vegetables. Our last, like Timothy, as a toddler, would not touch a vegetable. And he went through that stage for a while. And honestly, I gave in and bought the organic pouches for him. And that really saved saved his nutrition. Saved his life. It saved his life. Okay. Yeah, saved I his don't nutrition. think we were so easygoing. We weren't, but they also didn't fourth. have pouches like that. No, I know, but we also, let's be honest, number eight. Yeah, well, okay. So things loosen up a little. But at the same time, I was making my own baby food, mushing. Stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I've done for all the kids. Like, that's what I've always the great, done. The great Michael. Yeah, but we were a little Michael over the top with Michael. Different. Poor Michael. Well, his first child. So he's, he's the he's experiment. Also, he's also the biggest kid. I mean, he's So we've done shots. okay. Yeah, it worked out. But I think the key is... For for us, at least for me, like feeding the, because I feed the family, is keep introduce keep right. keep giving food. Like people would say to me, "How do your kids eat hummus?" And I'd say, "Because hummus is part of lunch." So you know, it's like this is what's for lunch. How do they eat vegetables? Because candy. <laughs> candies, what's for dinner? So. But I think that's that's always been the case. This is the food we're eating. We introduce it young. So they, we they introduce them with healthy food young. young. Yeah. And but we've never been the type of people who don't let them have any treats or don't let them ever have a piece of candy or ever have a piece of cake. Our, we talked about episode. that before. Yeah. So I mean, it's about teaching them what's healthy, but it's okay to enjoy life and have something fun too. Um, but. With with picky eaters, that's been we've had picky eaters. So it's not that we haven't had kids who are picky, and we'd still have like our oldest daughter is probably the pickiest eater <laughs> of them all. But she will she's now at the age she's fourteen, and she'll say, you know what, I'll have a little bit of it because I'll say, fine, g- get yourself something else to eat because I'm not making you a sec- separate dinner. So if you don't really like what we're eating, and it's nothing extravagant. It's just like she doesn't like taco salad. She doesn't like our meat it's touching crazy, our lettuce. Crazy, it's like all right, crazy. fine, do it separately then. And so you're still eating what we're eating, but feel free to separate it out around your plate. <clears throat> and that's what she, and that's what she does. She'll separate it around. Fine, but I'm not making a separate dinner for you. So it started when she was probably 12 that she'd be she'd be oh, I don't want to eat this or whatever, and I'd say fine, make yourself something else. I'm not a cafeteria. I'm not making you something separate. And she's learned to make well, herself other a, things. You said an important thing as far as a strategy. Like, this isn't a restaurant. You're not like asking for meals Mm-mm. to be made by to order. That's just... Re- and I think... I know some families, that's kind of how it works. The kids basically say, this is what I want. And yep. mom and our dad go make that dinner. I've met people that have said to me... It's rough. Um my kids only eat french fries and like hot dogs and i want to say to them well, yeah. that's your fault i mean i'm sorry i i get it I, I have eight kids so some of them have been picky eaters but i don't let them tell me what they're going to eat i tell them this is what you're eating oh guess what happens when they're hungry enough 
they eat it. It's like the cat, right? The cat has to finish what's in the dish before I put more in it. Uh, He's going to get hungry enough and he's going to eat it. Children are the same way when it comes to food. We've had so many situations with especially the youngest three where they love to get up from their plate in the middle of lunch and run around. And I'll say, now is the time for eating. You don't sit down and eat. You're not eating and you're going to be hungry and you're going to whine and complain, but this is the time to eat. And so it has to be established that there's a time for eating. There's a time. This is what we're eating and deal with it. And guess what? When they're, if they're hungry enough, they, they will eat what's there. And of course, there are separate situations when you have kids that are struggling with like weight gain and things of that nature. Yeah, I don't like, think this. Yeah, this we, is different. Yeah, we're talking about we're the talking about the average kid, kid who's doing uh, fine, yeah. who's eating, yeah. who doesn't have health issues, but just is being picky because you know they'd rather eat a hot dog and French fries. Like, who wouldn't rather eat a hot dog and French fries? Mm. I love hot dogs and French fries, but I don't eat them. What kind of fries are they? Well, I don't know. Shoestring, crunchy ones. I don't know. The point is that <laughs> you have to teach them good habits. Well, you said some. I think there's like that balance of. So if you have a picky eater, I have something in my. What's in your throat? It must be that fly from yesterday that I swallowed. Oh my gosh, that was the worst. Speaking <sighs> of picky eating, he comes in gagging. Um, listen, I was playing basketball, just shooting around with Michael and Mariana, and I go to pick up the ball. It kind of off going off the off the driveway into the grass and I pick up the ball and I kind of just I don't know why I had my mouth open I was breathing basically I was trying to live I'm an old man trying to shoot around I opened my mouth I don't and know I why I had my mouth open the thing is, I, oh wait I was trying I to breathe that. I saw the stupid bug I saw it coming it flew man that thing was like Mach 7 but it was tiny you said and it perfectly went right down my into my windpipe it was into unbelievable I mean you were John Paul comes down and says to me Mom, is dad choking? Oh, I almost puked. Sorry. Outside when it first happened. Because it hit like, <laughs> I said, yeah, I, yeah, John Paul, he swallowed a bug. He was like, oh. I feel like it's like still came back to visit me right now. Oh, that's oh, that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. It's not what I wanted to say. Oh, I hope not. But but if you're a picky eater, let's say you're already kind of, you got toddlers, maybe they're four or five. You're kind of in that like uh, two to five to six. I hate this stupid thing. All right. Sorry. Um, range. And maybe you've have you've had kind of a bad pattern develop because I get it. We, we it just, happens. said it. We're survival. Like, we want it's our literally kids to survival. eat, or you have a couple kids in that age range. We know it's it is. It's tough. We just want to get to bed, kind yep. of. So just you just kind of give it whatever in, give it you want to eat, so you get to bed. So maybe you're in that spot. Um, and so the the I think maybe the thing that to begin to try to, as Laurie said, slowly pick your moments and start introducing with each meal. So keep feeding the kid what they're used to, their comfort food. So if it's like chicken nuggets every night or hot dogs, okay, fine. But begin to introduce the peas, the broccoli, and almost experiment too, because you might find that vegetable with a little garlic salt or garlic olive salt, oil. Garlic salt and olive oil is how I dress up every steamed vegetable because we steam vegetables. So I do frozen vegetables. They're like big BJ's bag of frozen vegetables. They go in the steamer on the stove and then they're olive oil and garlic salt. And, and everybody eats every green vegetable that I do that way. They might not be their favorite, but they eat it because they'll say, can I have a little extra garlic salt? And I'll say, absolutely, go for it. Garlic salt that that green thing up and 
By the way, that's a side strategy. Um, I might as well say it now because we're talking about garlic salt and just hit me. Because one thing that we've employed is things like garlic salt, olive oil, hot sauce. Like experiment. Well, yeah, red hot. What do they put hot sauce? Well, what vegetable they put hot sauce on? No, 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 no. Just in food. Food in general. Oh, oh. Food in general. Relax, woman. Relax. I'm like, this I put hot sauce eaters, on Remember? Everything. It's not just yes, about yes, vegetables. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, fine. Oh my words. Vegetables all the time. Ooh, yes. love vegetables. I do. <laughs> We're trying to give people ideas, honey. We're trying to help people. I know. There are three people listening right now who are We're picky eaters. Them. And we're about to help them. We're going to change their lives. I don't think so. Don't <laughs> we might. Know. I we don't might. think so. Because we've had people, when we talk about uh, putting uh, Red Hot on um, eggs, and they're like, uh, uh, no, yeah. good friends. For me. <laughs> uh, a little shout out to the butlers and others, and the Kaisers. Oh, oh, oh and the, the Kaisers. Ki- I thought, no, the Kaisers use hot sauce. No, they the, have it on no, the table. No, the butlers too, though. That was a big, remember, oh, that was a yeah. big thing. Marshall now can't have eggs without it. So Really? So if you put hot, t- test with condiments and just so try different strategies with the foods that you're trying to introduce mm-hmm. on top of introducing new foods like kind of you got to get a little creative here but as Lori said pretty good news about ours is vegetables are basically the norm at lunch and dinner there's there's not a lot of pushback with that anymore no but we do use things to flavor like, it up and for make it instance, taste better and every the staple at lunch is baby carrots i think we probably talked about that in our food food episode and it's baby carrots with hummus for those who like hummus or like ranch dressing that's pretty yeah, much ranch dressing though is who doesn't like ranch dressing well there are i didn't like ranch dressing as a kid if i had ranch dressing as a kid I literally as a kid i would have stuck that chicken in it and <laughs> i would not touch creamy salad dressings as a kid blue cheese I only liked Italian, balsamic. That's Blue all I would do. cheese is not a kid dressing, though. I don't think. Ranch, though. Come on. Ran- I wouldn't touch ranch. Ranch, blue cheese. Nothing with creaminess. I don't think we had creaminess. ranch dressing. I didn't I like mayonnaise. When of course ranch, they had when did ranch dressing. How old do you think you are? Do you forget how old you are? No, but I don't know. When, when, did, when did ranch dressing oh, become a gosh. normal staple in the world? I'm, I'm a, sure they had ranch dressing I'm when gonna, you were a child. I'm, I'm going to look that up after. You're going to have to look that up. So, so condiments, chest, testing different flavors, uh, introducing things with. So if you already got the picky kind of motif going, introduce things with the picky food, like the comfort food. Introduce new things and then slowly transition into a pattern of this is what we eat. And yep. hopefully over time, their palates expand a little bit. Well, not like literally expand, but their taste buds expand. Well, we've paid for two palate expanders so <laughs> well, far. True. So we've enough. had, we we've have had a lot palate, palate expanders. Not quite what I was like A couple thousand dollars each. <laughs> um, but anyhow, the I think the key is don't give up on a food just because a child has rejected it one time, two times, three times, five times. Because they're literally, for years... We've had kids not touch a food. And then because the food is still being made present to them over the years, they've tried it again. And I've always encouraged them, well, try it again. Try it again. Maybe you'll like it this time. Maybe you'll like it this time. And sometimes it takes a year. Sometimes it's two years later. And they're eating the food that they didn't like. I mean, Mariana didn't like nuts for the whole, for probably the first 10 years of her life. She wouldn't touch like peanuts, walnuts. I mean, we eat a lot of nuts in the house because for lunch, when they do their little snacky lunch, they put nuts in the plate, almonds. Yeah, but now she does, right? She loves nuts. Yeah. She has braces and she pops her braces with them. So she can't <laughs> eat nuts anymore, but she loves them. Yeah. And, and, the point and, is, and listen, if I looked don't at, give up. Yeah. And if I looked at what, what, 
what I ate when I was a kid versus what I eat now. Obviously, I grew up. Let's just say what you were eating, eating when I met you versus what you were no, eating No, that's different. That's now. different. When As I was a bachelor, bachelor I just that was almost just eat enough food to make sure I didn't die. <laughs> and I, and, I, you and, barely, my weight, and my weight and showed it, by the way. But that was fine because I, I used to be able to jump high. And I weighed a lot less. No, um, so the other thing I want to say, because it, this is interesting, this topic was given to us by a particular family that I know, the picky eater. And and it, I don't know if he, I don't think the father is going to listen to this, but I know his wife does. So she's going to know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention any names. But we have to model not being picky eaters. <laughs> Because our kids are watching they are. what we do. They are. That is true. Both mom and dad. We and have to model to, being open so to if, trying new things, I, trying thing, new foods. It's one thing that I don't like peas, but I eat vegetables. I eat just about mm-hmm. any other vegetable, quite mm-hmm. frankly, except for beets. As you, oh, because you love beets. Because beets. I so love them. So this is a them. big deal to you. Yeah, Hey, it is beat it. Oh. Um, but pretty much anything else, even if, even if it's not my favorite meal, I eat it. And yeah. there's no questions asked. We eat. And so if that's not you <laughs> and you're complaining about a picky If eater, you don't like bacon or sausage or <laughs> coffee <laughs> and like anything else on earth that actually tastes good. <laughs> so that that is a problem, right? I mean, this is like for anything else. Our kids always are watching. watching. And I think, And I think dads have a particular role here. Mom and dad are both in the picture at, at home. Dads are going to play a big role in this, right? So the kids are really going to be monitoring the dad in this particular case. The dad might be a picky eater himself. <laughs> so it's almost like hey, dad, we all have our things, if we, do, we want our kids, we don't necessarily want our kids to have um, our the same palate that we do. So we've got to maybe stretch our own likes and dislikes and just eat. So that we make uh, mom, if mom's the one who's doing most of the cooking. Because she is. We probably me. should make her life a little <laughs> and easier. And most moms out there, but a lot of dads well, do Well, in this case, too. I'm talking about this case in particular too. It helps if dad is eating what's being put out on the table so that. No, no. Okay, I mean, it's not this, this family is not the only one, but I'm trying this to make the point common. out. Yeah. It happens. And so you got to think about that. How do I balance that out? I may have very strong dislikes as an adult because of years of just... Uh, habitual this is what i eat okay well guess what you're not going to solve the problem of picky eater if you don't begin to stretch a little bit of what you eat and i i'm just telling you bacon's tastes great it's delicious unless you're vegan or a vegetarian then you don't like it or you do like it but you give it up so anyhow yeah they have fake bacon these are they obviously know that it tastes good and they, they try to imitate it imitation bacon if they ate more bacon they wouldn't be vegan that's a fact Obviously, because well, no, they'd be giving up their principles. You're giving up. Hey, hey, hey! I got, like, I got a sister with. It's like giving vegan. up life. <laughs> Anyhow, so I can't believe you said that. Any other? Okay, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Um. Oh, so any other advice? <laughs> I would say this to families. Obviously, struggling if you with really children. have a picky kid, right? So again, I was this kid. Mm-hmm. He's speaking from experience. Sometimes folks. children are able to create. Mm. Uh, if they're sneaky and picky you know, at the same know, time. If you're a very creative kid. I'm sure and, creative. And you're trying to beat the system. 
You're trying to tell, beat tell the us, man. Tell us what you did to beat the so man. So this is a funny thing. So when dessert was involved, and I was eating a meal that I could not stand, which was most meals. Ironically. But chicken and pork chops you would like be the dessert? two top two. Quiet. Chicken and pork chops would be the top two, okay? And there were other meals I didn't like. But you had to finish your plate. That's the rule in this house also. Yeah, to get dessert. So when I was growing up, our first floor, which was really, so it was the basement level, but it, it was a walk-in. It was a weird, it was an interesting house. But there was a, there was a, there was a toilet around the corner from the kitchen. So bad. And so, so I just had a, you know, I had a, my bladder got full too fast. So I would drink a lot so that it would, then I would say, I have to go to the bathroom, but I would have a pretty good full mouth, go to the bathroom, so gross. spit out the food. So. flush it go back eat a little bit of whatever on the plate that i liked and then shovel in more of the stuff i didn't like go to the bathroom go to the again. bathroom again and you never were sent to like a urologist no no <laughs> they didn't have those back then yeah so and then i would do this until the plate was just about done i would and i would eat some of the, i would truly eat some of the stuff that was there because you had to you know come on you had to play the game play a little the bit. game but that's how i sometimes would get i didn't do it a lot a lot but i did it enough times to get dessert. So, so I love dessert as a kid. But how did you come to hate it as an adult? <laughs> what are we really going to what are we, we going to do all I Michael, don't know. All Michael you just stories have the be- You have the best food stories. I grew I up in really a house with Greek and stories. Italians. We just love food. I don't we have eat that it. many great food stories. It's in front of us. We eat it. If it's cold, we eat it anyway. You are You are like, Mike, this food, it's way too cold. No, well, that's different. I don't like cold food. I don't understand that about Greek culture. How it's, do they eat? They eat cold food. They eat cold meat. Listen, just they some of my Greek relatives. Awesome food. It's awesome, awesome food. And they leave it out and you nobody can touch it forever. And then you, by the time you get to it, it's ice cold. I, I, uh, and it doesn't even bother me. It doesn't oh, bother my relatives either. But you, for some, you well, like, I just, oh I, my when, gosh. If the dish is supposed to be warm, I like it. Oh my words, I'm a nut job. I like it warm. I oh, honestly don't remember. I don't you understand. You know, like those it. cold eggs. They're delicious. <laughs> That's gross, first of all. Nobody eats cold eggs. Oh, what, what? You don't like that cold pancake? I mean, come on. No, it's usually meat. We have a good chicken kebab or something that <laughs> yeah, just came off is. the grill, and you watch it, and you're salivating, and then you can't touch it because we're <laughs> waiting everything... for 40 other dishes to be completed. And by the time the salad is done, because. <laughs> Everything else is cold. Oh, I love Greek food. Oh, it's so good. Delicious. It is. It's even I'll eat better. It cold or warm. It's even better warm. <laughs> I'll shocking. eat it cold or warm. No, so I don't, I'm not going to back down on that pet peeve because. Um, no, it's fine. You can pet peeve it all. I was laughing because there's basically the story goes when Michael and I first started dating. I. This doesn't I, even have anything to do with this topic. You realize sure that, right? Sure, it does. It does. It, it totally absolutely food, does not. Food. And you mentioned dessert twice. Three times, I think you said it. So we, you know, we, I didn't know him too well. And we're going, we're basically, was it going to, you were going to come over to my house yeah, it's for like two dinner? months in. So it's after, because I remember. Two months in. Yeah. yeah. And ba- like what I gathered from our two months of dating, because we had only known each other two months and we were dating two months. I gathered from our conversations with dessert, like whenever we went out to eat or whatever, he, he'd never wanted dessert. And it was always just like a negative thing. So I, I was healthy. No, you were not a healthy eater. I was a healthy eater. You weren't. But anyhow. I didn't eat dessert. So I told I told my parents, like, 
don't force, don't force dessert on Michael. Like when he comes over, because <laughs> my parents loved my mom. She, she's Italian. So she, she doesn't force food on people, but she's very. This might be one of the craziest strong. things, by the way, you ever did to me. I know. I, and I, I honestly, because I don't have a great memory anyways for these types of things. If it's not in a song, I don't remember it. But, and, and I really, in my mind, thought you didn't like dessert. The funny thing is, like, obviously, over the time we, when we first met, it was just before Thanksgiving. So at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, which we weren't, we weren't together, like, at, at each other's like we gatherings. Like, at each other's gatherings, yet. I ate dessert at all those gatherings. But in my mind, you, you got, like, you got, like... Like put well, we off went to restaurants and stuff like that. And you were you were nervous my parents were going to force food on you. Because I was, I'm not going to lie. I was a little... You were little, nervous about that because again, you were like Italian, at Greek. That point as I was I'm nervous about a kid, the amount of a... eating you all do. That's what you I were was. nervous about. You were nervous. Yeah. So I crazy. So I made sure because, of course, you're my boyfriend. I've only been dating you two months. I don't want to mess this thing up. Of course you did. So I tell my... You had quite the catch. <laughs> well, you know, I did. I do. Um... <laughs> Many of them. No, you. That's a different podcast. Just you. Just you. So, and I said to my parents, like, don't, don't put pressure on him to eat dessert because, like, he doesn't really like dessert. So I just, I think he's he's a little nervous that we're gonna like push him to eat a ton of food, and I just, just be really sensitive. So. What does my mother say? Like my yeah, mother says to, to we you. Get to, we're we get to great dinner, by the way. I enjoyed it. I ate my food. I yeah. ate my plate. I it was an awesome meal. I think we had wine on the table. I remember that meal. It was great, great meal. Every first meal time I had already met your parents. We already went to, I think we went up for your birthday. Yeah. Um, to a restaurant, so I, I had already met them a few times. I really loved them, so it was a, it was a lovely dinner. So we get to dessert, and the funny thing is, like literally, dessert spots would go be passed to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, or they were getting to me whatever it doesn't matter but your mother goes she literally went to ask me and she went oh I forgot you don't like dessert and she said it like with this it was like an absolute it was basically statement. like this you don't eat meat no, yeah not, not quite you that you don't uh, eat meat it's a great uh, great movie from my big Greek wedding okay it's okay they I know make, where it's I from. make I make a lamb I yeah, make a lamb a bunt cake so, um, you don't eat, so she you says don't this, like dessert. So my mother in law says this just, just like <laughs> as a statement of authority. You don't, like and she's so like upset the- with herself that she even was about to think about. <laughs> and I look at her, I go, I look, I look straight at her, I go, I like dessert. And I'm <laughs> and like, I said very, I now know, I'm, I don't know what to your, do. Your, I'm looking at everybody, yeah, your, like, your poor huh? mother, and my mother is she, like a she dear. Took what and you said, like, and of course, she did, an absolute. And, and it was just a, such a funny moment. And she, but Laurie, I said, "What did Laurie say?" And then Laurie said, "Well, Mom, it's not quite what I said." And we, we had a great laugh about it. We laughed, laughed, laughed. It is still a joke. And I believe I had a little bit of dessert, but because in my family, we don't let jokes go. So oh my words. It, this, is, this now... is. I mean, I've got thirty-year jokes. Yeah, so we're on eighteen my, years, my I think, parents. right? Yeah, and we're on eighteen years of this same joke. I mean, this is Sterile. what we've got jokes. Although with... your mother brings it up now, and I just kind of look at her. I just give her a look, and then she stops laughing. I still laugh. It, no, it's funny, but it's, I've eaten plenty of dessert. Oh, please. <laughs> we don't really eat a lot of dessert here. But. So, so I think, you know, I, we, we, we're now we're just kind of, it's fun. This is why we do this. This is why we do it. We like we just, to have. These are stories we haven't told in right. a while. I would, can't use them all up here, though. It's only episode 12. I'm not using, well, I used one story. Let me use it all up. But this is, I think. 
listen, folks, you're in that stage. You got young kids. I think it's not as complicated as it seems. Now, your situation might be wildly more complicated, but. And if you have older kids who are picky. Kick them again. out. Kick them out of the house. <laughs> but no, seriously, this is a thing because if if well, there's yeah, been, like you talked been about a pattern years years that's been allowed and allowed. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you're saying to yourself like, oh man, I'll be, oh, I'll tell you a story. So I was at BJ's today and I took Julia, our eight-year-old with me and we went to daily mass and then we went to BJ's together. It was a really nice time and we're, we're checking out and I've got two full carriages. This is an eight, 800 plus order. And we now have 10 creamers. I didn't know we already had cream and I bought another one. Now we have like three in the house. Anyways, that's not the point. So the woman who is the cashier, she comes over and she's, she's super, super like picky about what she cashes out first because she wants to organize the cart. Like she's, she's like, we always have no, no, no. This is like an older. Yeah. She's very good. This is an older woman. Mm -hmm. I've never seen her before. And she said, can you do me a favor? And can you just, can you load the boxes on She's belt right. first? I said, yeah, absolutely. Like, you didn't do I'll that do automatically? Be- I did, but I had Come it. On, woman. I, listen to me. I had two carts and oh. they were organized. Like Julia's cart was all things that are oh, could be crushed, like chips and bread. They go last. And, I mean, I did a great job. I had this all organized, okay. right? I, I, but anyway. I stand corrected. So she comes over and she's, I mean, she's just like crazy organizing. And then she says, <laughs> she says, she says, um. Something about Julia. She comments about, oh, it's great. You have a really great helper. This kid must eat a lot of food. (laughs) I said, well, I have an army at home. Because she said, this is a lot of work. Like unloading and loading and unloading. I said, well, thankfully, I have an army at home. I have a lot of kids at home. And they're ready to like empty all this stuff out of the car. So I only have to do it from the cart, then the cart to the car. And everybody takes care of it after that. So she said, that's great. And then she just stopped. And she was like. I have a 28-year-old son at home. She's like, and I'm going to be honest, I wish I could do it all over again. I I really didn't parent him the way that I wanted to parent him. Like, I became his friend. And he's spoiled. He's spoiled. He doesn't eat. Like, well, I don't know. He, what gives that away? He's a 28-year-old <laughs> living at home. She goes, I would just sorry I if you're in that spoil situation. Sorry, him. folks. But I, I felt for her. I really did. I said, you know what? I said, we can only do That's the best that we can That's right. at the time. We can't. You can't kick yourself. It is what it is. We're all you, on the same boat on that we, one. We, we, we're, we all make mistakes. I said, you know what? Parenting is hard. Heck, most of the things we share is it's because of mistakes really, we made. It's really, really hard. <laughs> Parenting is really hard. She goes, I only have the one. And I just, oh, man, I would never do it the same way again. I could help her, though. I can really help her right now. Just kick him right kick out him of the out. house. But I mean, but the thing is, and I didn't even, it wasn't like, I didn't say anything. She just started, she clearly knew I had a lot of kids because I was buying $800 worth of groceries. And she, but, and she saw Julia and Julia was literally like a workhorse. She unloaded. I mean, I was unloading. She was unloading. She was amazing. She pushed a whole cart by herself and she could barely see over the top as I had it loaded, <laughs> but she was awesome. And she loved it. She had such a good time with me. And I think she was just looking at that and just being like, Man, like I wish I had done it that way, and I'm I'm kind of kicking myself. 
And I just, I just literally said to her, it's really hard parenting and you do the best you yeah. can at the time with so, what you yeah, have. Like you were saying. So no matter where you are, it's just try. Yeah. It doesn't matter too, if it's you're, never too late. it's never too Correct. late. If you're alive, it's not too late. That's just the, literally how well, it goes. Okay. There might no. be some, well, no, if you if your kid is 50 and still picky, it's okay. It's not really your problem I'm not problem talking anymore. about eating, honey. I wasn't. Well, you were saying if you're alive, you're like, if you're alive. It's not too late oh, you to mean be in general. Sure. parent to parent and well, to be a good parent. I absolutely. Mean, and so. That's probably a whole other. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Topic, Fine. I won't but, go on the topic. But, no, but I was I, just, it was yeah, just interesting because that literally just happened to me today while I was buying food. I, I, I think it, yeah, yeah. And I think there are a lot of people who who feel that way. And so maybe you're, you're listening and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I have teenagers and they're really picky eaters. And I've kind of d- stop, let them be picky yeah, or stop, I've let stop, them, stop, you know, stop what? towing the line. It is not too late to say this is the real world. Yeah. This is the real world. We can't keep doing this. We're not doing this <laughs> anymore. It's too long. You're you're a big kid. Like I like I say to the teenagers now, like, fine, you don't like that. Make something yourself and they know how to cook because they've done it because See, i'm let one them thing do i'm it. glad my parents did we weren't even allowed to do that yeah and that, that i'm glad they did that because at some point i had to start if i wanted to eat you just had to i had to eat eat it and i and i think if if she hadn't come along to the point where she eats almost everything oh yeah you know, it's not well, like we, she's not we eating also, we've, also, we've made her eat yeah we've made her eat over the years it's like we've just made her i'm like you have to eat it's like what? The office. Yeah, you're he, thinking of, I knew exactly know, Kevin, where you're going Michael, with the broccoli. The New Year's, New Year's resolution. <laughs> I knew, this is, we've been married a long time. And he starts eating the stem does, instead of the, is, oh, I can't eat such it. A good, such a good scene. Folks, look up uh, Kevin. Kevin Malone eating, eating broccoli. broccoli. And uh, New Year's just, resolution was to eat more vegetables. Uh, great scene. And Michael Scott so goes to the, fr- now why do they even have a huge thing of broccoli like that in the fridge at work? Well, it doesn't make on. any sense, but it's hilarious. Start. And they and he makes, and he's like, no. And Kevin goes, it's okay, Michael. I'm glad we're doing this. And he, and he's, <laughs> he tries to eat them. He eats the broccoli from the stem first raw. It's like this giant piece of broccoli. It's so gross. And then he spits it all over the heads. It's a good place to end. <laughs> On that note, we need to go yeah, watch. Before, an, we if, need to go watch an episode of be, The Office before we end. Oh no, we're watching Cobra Kai. Oh, that's true. We did start watching. I'm, I'm committed to that. We started watching Cobra Kai. So for any of now, you, it started on YouTube. It's on TV, Netflix now. It's on now. Netflix. Yeah. We discovered it last night, and it's actually very good. Yeah, you gotta it's get through. Cheese, a little, little cheesy. Bit of, and some language, but there's overall, a little bit of language. I wouldn't. We wouldn't watch it. Overall, not too bad. We wouldn't watch it with our with our kids. But if you, especially if you grew up, if you're around our age and you grew up with Karate, Karate Kid, I mean, Karate Kid, my words. That I was that I movie. was huge. Yeah, those, we watched it over those. and over and over. Karate yeah. Kid one and two, three, not three. It's like Rocky five. Like, yeah, it's it should, the same thing. It never should have happened. No, Cobra Kai is really well done. It's a great show. It's, it's funny. It's it's it's. We're good only enough. we're only like halfway through season one though. A little past that maybe. Are we? Okay. Yeah, we watched like four, four last night. Did we really? Oh my gosh! Where did the time go? Watch. We binge watched this it. This episode is too long. It's eating into our <laughs> our Cobra video. Kai time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the office Cobra Kai. Oh, I wanted to say before we finish, <laughs> we're, we're beginning to lose it, folks. Oh, it's getting late. If you late. lasted this long, we're entertaining you now. <laughs> next, next, we're gonna start fighting. So real quick, so the website is now live. Oh yes, raising eight Hopefully you've seen it. We also have we're on eight Facebook. Eight with the number eight. Thank you. You're raising welcome. Raising eight. eight. 
dot number net. Number eight. Mm-hmm. Dot net. Check mm-hmm. it out. What we're doing right now, it's a pretty simple website. We're not going to make it very complicated. Mm-mm. But you'll have the... R- we ain't got time for that. <laughs> you have the RSS feed <laughs> for uh, where all the episodes for the podcast are loaded there in, in chronological order. And what is so you- on my arm? Okay. And then we, we have what we call the episode extras. And so when we're doing an episode where there's something that we mention... I don't like think food? this is irony. This is not going to be one gonna of those. What are we going to put on no, there? Maybe nothing. A picture of no, we a might dessert. Do, sometimes we'll put a couple strategies like we'll remind you of, hey, try yeah. garlic salt. Try blah, blah. So we'll, that's what we'll do for this episode. There'll be a couple of those little kind of tidbits just to remind you. Try your vegetables raw in dressing. So we'll give you some of that stuff on this one. And um, we go back. I think I got back to episode five. And then I started realizing I had nothing else to add in some of the early episodes. Truth that I didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to put in the work. So, folks, but I gave you a lot. So, those are the two things I'm that sure are there. I'm sure they'll be fine. And then there's, no one's um, going back to the if first episode. If you want to reach out, for, for stuff. if you okay. want to reach out to us via email, we now have an email address. So, there's a contact form there. If you fill that out, that'll get to me. Although, I probably should check that once in a while. You just made the website live That's like yesterday. People, people, Who's emailing people, you? Uh, you know, we're getting views. And check us out. Please like us on Facebook because we're going to use that. Um, we'll use our individual accounts as well, but um, we like getting input from people and topic ideas. We're, we're due to get another, a few more topics for us to talk about. So we'll do that. And we're on Twitter and we still have nine followers, but you know, it might be we drop that because nobody cares about it. So. I don't know. I'm not even. And on we're on Twitter. Instagram. I don't know how. We'll I'm start, not on Instagram. We'll, we'll probably use that a little. <laughs> <laughs> As you can Maybe see, folks, you all are. I'm basically in this by myself. <laughs> You're in the social media. Lori's really committed. She hey, just wants me to build a studio, not for the podcast. Because so I want to record my music. Yeah. Well, then you better show some interest in this too, woman. I I do show it. I'm just not going on all these different things. Step I have no time for game. that. I don't even. Have, I don't go on Facebook anymore. I don't have time for that. So either. check out the website. Check out uh, all the social media stuff. And if you're if it's your cup of tea, um, please like us or follow us. Whatever it is you're going to do in those things. Yes. And thank you for Facebook joining us for this Facebook probably episode. will be the one. You just. <laughs> I'm just cutting you off. Because you don't care about the social no, media. No, no, no. I so care. Facebook will be the one we use the most, including once the studio is done. And I'm hoping early October, because that's I, we have to set ourselves a deadline. We to do. Get it done. Because clearly recording up here is not working anymore. It's and, not working. Um, we check need out to Facebook. Be an Facebook will, will be the one we use the most. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Obviously, leave us a good review. Like us on Apple Podcasts. That'd be great. Yep. And um... <laughs> boy, we really get this ending down hold today. <laughs> Well, usually you go on and on about five-star reviews. No, blah, I already blah, talked blah, about social blah, media. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, so it's, your, it's amazing. It's your Sorry, part. <laughs> I hear, all I hear is the TV on. It's right beneath. The, yeah, this it's is actually be one of the worst exactly recordings. right This is going to be one right of the worst now. recordings we've had because of that. I don't think you're going to even be able to hear Oh, 100% you're going to be able to hear Okay, That we'll your see. microphone picks up everything and your that microphone is above the TV. Sorry, folks. Sorry for the low-quality episode that we've given you yet again. We're going to figure this out. We'll get it back to high-quality stuff. We'll get it back to high-quality like we've been at high-quality? I think so. We were in a, we've were we never been you know in a what? studio. We've been here you know in why? our room. You know why this is high-quality? Because this you are high-quality. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Just stepping all over me today. No, you know why? Why? This is Raising 8. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. God bless you all.